Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show today. My name is John Drummond, or Yang Haowen. Hello, 大家好，欢迎各位再度来到 Angie 英文。我是 Angela. Happy New Year, everyone! We have a great episode for you today with my good friend Oscar Lee, who is known around the Taiwanese and international community as Oscar Lee Number Fifty One. 是的，今天请到来宾非常特别，他是亚洲顶尖车队 AAI 的专业赛车手。我们话不多说，赶快来听 Oscar 的故事。My guest today is Taiwanese. He is a professional racing car driver, a racing coach, a lover of trying new things, improving his mindset, and so much more. So, everyone, please welcome my good friend Oscar. Hello. What's up, Mr. Lee? How you doing? Good, brother. Welcome back to Taiwan. You have been. You've been gone for about seven months or so, changing the world. You know, becoming a superstar racing driver. Just trying to do my best, man.、Uh, yeah, yeah, man. I love it. Well, it's been a very eventful past few months. I know for you in the in the world of racing, and I can't wait to share a little bit about your story and your your development. But I'd love if we could start with a little introduction here on Ngying Wen. Who is the man, the myth, the legend, Oscar Lee? Oh, thank you so much for that.、Uh, my name is Oscar Lee.、Uh, I'm a professional racing driver. I reside mostly in Europe, and now I'm in Taiwan during off season. Yeah, man, awesome to have you back. And I'd love if we could start with some kind of accolades, some beautiful accomplishments you had this season in racing, starting with getting on podium, winning at an incredible 24 hour. Endurance race, yes, in Dubai, in Dubai, and then getting gold at the was it called the Super Finals? Yeah, it's the World Finals actually,、uh, in Misano, Italy. Yeah, man. So, can you take us a little bit through? Yeah, what league are you in? What division are you in? What are you racing? And how were those those wins? Those、yeah. first podiums, hundred percent. So this year, I've really focused on on my season, which is in the、uh, Lamborghini Super Trofeo European Series. So we've just been focusing on on this campaign this year, focusing on doing well, driving well, and、uh, working with the best people in the industry. I just want our audience to kind of understand what what is the mentality of being a professional racer. You know, you're one of the only Taiwanese professional racers, and just to to carry that weight of driving a super intense sports car. For twenty four hours, first of all, like you know, sometimes, yeah, sometimes <laughs> yeah. going two hundred plus kilometers an hour. You know what? What do you what do you deal with on the day to day in terms of mental preparation? That's an excellent question. I think a lot of what makes a good driver is harnessing and unlocking the intensity. With any sport, you need to be able to access intensity.、Uh, with intensity comes performance. So whether it's an endurance race. Where you need to be a little bit more chilled out, or a sprint race where you have half an hour and it's balls to the walls. You know, you you just got to give everything you can without crashing the car. I think really harnessing that inner gut feeling is、uh, very important. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 made you and to an incredible man. I, I've seen your evolution. I've known you since you were a teenager. <laughs> Which is wild to think about, and yeah, I'm, I'm talking to this man in front of me, and I, I just I can see your mental grit and your toughness now, and 
And I know that that just must come from what you have to endure and go through and how you train. And mm -hmm. shout out to your, your partner, Dan. Dan Wells. Dan yep. Wells. Yeah. Incredible. I, I love following along with you guys online. And, and um, yeah, so I was thinking too, you know, in Taiwan, you can't do a lot of racing here. But what you can do is an incredible experience with karting, go-karting out in Taoyuan. So you are a big go-kart racer to kind of start your career. Is that right? Yes, 100%. Um, karting is a fundamental, and I really preach this. If you can go go-kart, good. Uh, the, the cost of entry is the lowest in all of motorsport. It provides a relatively safe and again, affordable means of racing. Um, and it's just, I think it's one of the best e entry points into motor racing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was just out there. I think, you know, the first time you took me out there and I got to race in your OG cart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, race number, cart. number 51. Yeah. Yeah, I think you sold that cart to a buddy of ours. But yeah, you took me out there and you showed me the ropes. Yes, and man, I try, I try. <laughs> you, you, you did, and you did great. And it makes me think too. You know, something I want to share a little bit about is the fact that you are now doing a bit of coaching in professional sport, professional racing, driving coaching. Is that correct? Yes, that's uh, that's a mouthful. <laughs> roughly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, I think coaching is actually an excellent form of repetition, and it's 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 good for me as well because constantly teaching the fundamentals of driving strengthens my ability to to use them for for my own racing i'm i'm a big preacher in terms of doing things and and practicing things to perfection and i think that when i'm able to coach i can kind of unlock that yeah you know? mm -hmm. yeah yeah and it's so important you know you're you're unlocking that within others and and reinforcing your learning through that repetition yes Hundred percent. Yeah, I think that when I teach someone, I'm able to spread this knowledge that, frankly, isn't very accessible for most people. I think that I think people have been very nice to me in this industry, and I think it's a good way to pay it forward. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. And so, do you focus on racing on simulators or in real cars? How do you do your your coaching techniques? So yeah, I mean, I love to coach clients on the simulator because first of all there's no risk um i'm able to see everything they do from steering input braking gas uh all these inputs i can see and scrutinize on a very minute detail i'm able to pause the game and uh, really critique their entire driving style yeah yeah that's that's fascinating too to get to see everything as you sit next to them and to kind of have that low pressure environment of being on a simulator. Yeah. But would you say how how important is actually getting in a real car, a real racing car and getting out on the track? Nothing can replace a real car. I think the the sense of G's, the the lateral G's, sense of acceleration and also the fear of death. On on the simulator you don't have a fear of death and you know, we see with very fast simulator drivers, sometimes they that performance doesn't exactly translate to the real life. And I think it's important to do, to do both, to practice on the sim for your, you know, skills and, and just practicing basic things. But implementing it in real life is still the most important aspect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And so thinking about 
the racing culture in Taiwan. I know there's not a huge community here, as as there's not a lot of tracks and and places people can really practice. What do you think Taiwan can do to help cultivate the approach to bringing up the next generation of racers? Well, first off, I think having a conversation like how we are is a great first step. You know, putting this out there in the media, having people ask and question, and that's that's really what started it for me. I saw some of my friends racing. I saw Formula One, and that's what really inspired me to chase after my dreams.、Mm, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That 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 conversation, that conversation about whatever it is, just getting it out there, and I think it's so cool. 节目一开始这里，我们马上就听到来宾他在杜拜参加的二十四小时耐力赛，还有在意大利米沙诺的全球决赛。跟他和队友在意大利获得冠军上台颁奖的殊荣。那这样提到这个 podium， 就是我们说的颁奖台、领奖台。好，在大多数比赛里面，如果获得 podiums， 就是指前三名的意思。另外，这个 accolade 中文可以理解成是嘉奖或是荣誉。如果想要表达最高荣誉的话，可以说 the highest accolade 或是 the ultimate accolade。刚刚讲到这个二十四小时耐力赛，大家可能多少都有听过、哦、就是高速赛车连续接力跑二十四个小时。那面对这种挑战车手体能和心理极限的高压比赛，到底要怎么调试？怎么样帮自己做准备嘞？来宾说，最主要就是要懂得去驾驭、去控制比赛带来的那种高压极限。好，就跟任何一种运动比赛一样，只要选手能够驾驭比赛带来的压力。那就能带来好的表现，不管是要适时放松的二十小时耐力赛，还是要竭尽全力的半小时冲刺赛，都一样呢，很仰赖车手们的直觉和掌控极限的能力。几个字大家来听一下，刚刚说的这个直觉，英文它的说法是 gut feeling。好，那驾驭或是控制的话，可以用 harness 这个字。好，它这边是动词用法。如果是名词的话呢，就变成有安全系带啦，或是宠物背带等等的意思。另外，这段后面讲到的 balls to the wall， 通常用来表达竭尽全力啦，把实力发挥到极限，好，或是指激烈的比赛或是战斗。但有趣的是呢，这个片语 balls to the wall 跟球或是墙壁都完全没有关系。我这边跟大家简单说明一下。以前韩战越战的时候啊，那个战机里面的摇杆有一个球状的把手。那如果把把手往前推，推到底的话呢，就可以把战机的性能或是呃俯冲速度达到最高。所以这边说的 balls 就是指那个球状的把手，那 wall 就是把把手推到底的意思，也才会延伸成现在的使出全力或是激烈比赛。另外，他也有提到深受大众喜爱的这个跑跑卡丁车 （Go Kart） 是进入专业赛车的基本功。所以，我想如果听众朋友也对赛车有兴趣的话呢，说不定也可以先去桃园的那个卡丁车道跑跑看哦。而且啊，他也有开班授课，虽然不是说真的去赛道上面开超跑，但也是以真实赛车的那个模拟器训练学员。会这样做，一来是安全考量，二来也是他可以在训练过程中呢，清楚的看到学员在操作上的每个动作细节，给予及时的回馈。来两个字跟各位介绍一下，一个是 simulator， 就是刚刚说的模拟器；，另外一个是 minute detail， 
好，这个 menu 它很特别，其实是跟分钟 minute 是同一个字哦，只是发音有变，而且变成是一个形容词来形容微小详细的意思。好啦，那这段内容就先在这边告一段落，我们赶快继续听下半段的赛车分享。You know, we were talking a little bit off air, Oscar, about the mindset of a racer, and You were you were sharing some cool things that you really had to work on this year after you you suffered unfortunately a crash. So can you share you know what what are those things that helped you really get into that that winning mindset? That's an excellent question.、Um, I think if you're feeling down, just be aware that that's totally natural. So how do we move from there? Well, some some things I've worked on is obviously trying to stay in a positive mindset. Uh, I like to use positive affirmations.、Um, that that really helps. And and what is that? Well, positive affirmation is simply saying phrases to yourself or be, or being with positive people that gives you that positive vibe.、Um, I I really like to stress that if you're with positive people, you will become positive. If you're around negative energy, that's what you will become.、Um, your surroundings, your environment, very much similar to the language. Is 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 very important. Yeah. For example, you know, if if you're constantly thinking you're going to crash the car, that's probably what's going to happen.、Um, your your mind is a very interesting muscle,、uh, <laughs> yeah, to say the least. And、yeah. and if you say, you know, you know what, I'm going to win today. I'm going to put this car on pole position. I'm going to do really well at work. Then the likelihood of you doing well is higher. Just because what you think is what you get.、Mm, yeah, absolutely, and, and I just think it's it's so vital, and it's hard for us average folk to understand. You know, you are whipping a million dollar car around a racetrack at incredible speeds, and you have to be so focused. And if things go wrong. It just it can create such toxicity within ourselves. We we doubt and we we create this this negative place. And you said, yeah, you really came to an understanding of more of who you are and how to talk to yourself in a positive way. Yeah, I think that's excellent, man.、Um, I like to say that racing is eighty percent mental. If you can sort your mental frame of mind, you're pretty much set. You know, obviously, you do have to be fit and do some fitness and have some natural talent behind it. I'm not saying that's it; that's everything, but it's so important. And I think not enough attention goes to mental awareness and being in a fit state of mind.、Mm, yeah, having a, a fit state of mind, I think that's that's beautiful. And I think a lot of people, it's been brought into the light with our current pandemic situation of how much. Mental fitness is lacking. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad you brought that in.、Um, one thing that I I like to tell my clients or people who I'm around is do the best you can in any situation, whether that's a pandemic, whether that's you know you just got fired from your job. Let's let's move on. Let's do the best we can with what we got. If you're in a bad car, if you're in the best car, your mentality shouldn't change. You should be doing the best you can. Mm, well, well said. That's a metaphor for life, right there, friends. Wherever you are at in your current situation, doing your best can always get you to the next level. Listen, I haven't had it easy, and、uh, I'm sure people have had it worse than me. So I think it's important that you're always looking ahead. There's always light at the end of the tunnel, and I know that sounds incredibly corny,、uh, but it's true. 
and it's it's one one of those things where I I certainly aspire to that. Yeah, yeah, and you've you've really you've really lived that, and I've seen you live in that, and I just can't wait to see what what comes next. Thank you. I know you have a lot of your time right now dedicated to kind of what's next, and I know you hate when I ask you these things, but yeah. can you share whatever you're allowed to? legally share for what is the future for Oscar Lee number 51 well one thing's for sure I'm here to stay I'm going to continue racing uh, what I'm racing and with whom I'm racing I cannot as of now uh, discuss but certainly the future looks very bright um, and I'm I'm very much looking forward to uh, continuing to prosper in my career awesome spoken like a true athlete right there I love it <laughs> and I just, I just I love have it. to be cordial, man. <laughs> yeah, he is a professional, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Oscar Lee. Awesome, man. Well, you know, I'm a huge supporter. I think what you're doing is so great for Taiwan and for the, you know, just yourself. I, I love seeing how much you have grown as an individual, and I wish you nothing but success. Thank you, sir. Absolutely, brother. And shout out to your boy Dan Wells. Yep. And all the team with uh, with Lamborghini. Yep. So if you if we could, could we switch gears? <laughs> uh, oh, shoot. Intended. That's the first time I got to actually say that with a racing driver. Yeah, that's good. That's I good. always say shifting gears on here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There we go. Um, speaking of shifting gears, though, in the, in the racing car, are you doing all paddle shifts? Do you have to use clutch? Uh, we need the clutch to get out of um, just a pit lane. Mm. Um, but it's a semi-automatic uh, paddle shift system. Nice, nice, nice. I was always curious about that. And, and F1 is the same way too, right? Correct, yeah. yeah. In in Formula 1 and in GT3, they have a hand clutch, but we still have the uh, good old uh, foot clutch. That's so cool. That's so cool. I love that. Awesome, man. Well, if we could switch gears a bit then and talk about the story of Oscar Lee yeah. in the sense of your relation to Taiwan and the U.S. and English and Mandarin. So can you share a little bit about your, your story? Sure, I'd love to. So, you know, my parents knew from the beginning that learning the English language is, is vital to have a successful career abroad. And that's why when I was 16, I, I went to the United States, a place called Pebble Beach for boarding school. I learned language. Uh, I learned my English language there and uh, really refined it. And that's how I'm able to go to Europe and all these places and speak with a level of fidelity that doesn't make me seem like an outsider. Mm, yeah, yeah. That was articulated so well right there. <laughs> and you're right, yeah. And so 16, would you say, was that when you really were forced into English full-time? Oh, yeah. Before then, I was at a place called a Taipei American School, Taipei Meiguo mm -hmm. Uh And that is a, a great place. Um but I wanted to challenge myself. I wanted to put myself in a community where I had to use English to survive. Yeah, absolutely. And and what would you say helped you during that time when you when you got to the U.S. sixteen years old? What really did help you? What were some actionable steps you took? Just being in an environment where everyone speaks English forces you one to speak English, you know, little things from transactions to, you know, saying thank you. It puts you in the frame of mind uh, and in the frame of the language. And I think that's very important to immerse yourself in that culture. Yeah, Oscar. So 
in terms of language now that you're doing a lot of coaching since you're back in Taiwan while you're here before the next season, have you been coaching in Chinese and in English? Yeah, I, I like to call it Chinglish. <laughs> uh, I'm able to articulate specifics in English better, but I know that a lot of my clients are still, um, you know, Mandarin based. So I like to use their native tongue and tie it with a bit of English. Uh, so that they can really get the full picture. Yeah, yeah, that's so that's so valuable. That is such a skill set in itself. Because, like you said, when you're out racing in Europe, in wherever, you are using English mostly. Yeah. But now you can come back to Taiwan and utilize your Mandarin skills. Well, I think part of being a, a astute and and smart person is to to realize what language fits best with what scenario. Um, certain scenarios call for English. Certain scenarios call call for a little bit of Mandarin. It just depends on what the client requires. Mm, yeah. A question I'd love to ask here is: Do you remember any memorable experiences using, let's say, English or Chinese for you? As you feel maybe English is more of your superior language now. So one of the problems is that I was in uh, in the United States and Europe so long that my Chinese began to uh, you know really suffer, and it just happened that uh, I I was uh, drafted into the military for four months and you know back in the day I, I had trouble reading a simple Chinese menu, and after four months of the military where you know I was forced to speak. Chinese and forced to write Chinese, it put me in a slightly uncomfortable position. But that uncomfort and that discomfort, I should say, uh, really forced me to learn the language with natives. And like I said, putting yourself in that position in that in that environment uh, is certainly conducive to uh, learning the language mm. more efficiently. Yeah, yeah. Well, well said. Oh, to think about you doing four months in the military. I remember when you did that with your shaved head. Oh yeah, yeah. man. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, bald head. There we go. Let's go. Awesome, brother. Well, unfortunately, we are coming to the end of the NG Ingwen show. Thank you for making some time for us tonight. And a question I'd love to end with is: If you could go back and talk to a younger Oscar Lee, pre-professional racing driver, would there be any advice you give yourself about life, language, anything? I would say that nothing is easy. Nothing will come easy. And if it comes easy, uh, everyone's doing it, and so that's not fun. Uh, oh, yeah. Work hard, play hard, strive for the best, work with the best, be around with the best. Don't accept failure and don't accept uh, anything less than that. Nice. Love it. Spoken like a true champion right there. You can just feel it radiating through your speaker, speaker, speaker. <laughs> awesome, brother. All right. Well, where can people find you on the wonderful world wide web social medias? You can follow me at Oscar Lee Racing on Instagram. Cool, man. Well, thank you again, and I can't wait to see next year what's in store for you. And I wish you nothing but success. Thank you. 下半段这里 ，Oscar 分享到他在赛车生涯中，其实呢也曾经发生过车祸，但是透过 positive affirmation， 透过这个积极正面肯定自己的态度，让他也顺利走过低潮。因为正向的环境，自然而然会引导我们朝正面积极的方向前进嘛。那同样的负面负能量也会让我们在不知不觉中默默的就变得很负面。例如像他说，如果比赛的时候一直担心啊会翻车啊会撞墙什么的，那最后很有可能就真的会发生。
但如果认真告诉自己说，哎，今天比赛要好好的抢内圈车道，比赛一定会赢，好这类的正面的鼓励，那最后比赛成功顺利的几率就会有所提升。刚才他提到这句 ，I'm going to put this car on pole position， 大家有猜到这个 pole position 是什么意思吗？就是我们说的内圈车道。好，那因为内圈车道就是最有利的位置嘛，对不对？距离最短，所以意思就是说，哎，今天比赛呢，我可以，我有能力，好，可以抢到内圈车道，我会赢这样子的一个正面的信念。另外这一句 ，light at the end of the tunnel， 就是我们很常听到，而且像他说的很很很 corny、很老套的一句话哦，但是真的就是就是睡到走到底的话，就会看到曙光，看到一些希望这样子。好，黑暗最终会结束，会枯尽甘来。好 ，There's light at the end of the tunnel。接着，相信大家应该都蛮熟悉的，就是 John 每次他要切换主题，进入来宾语言学习过程的时候，都会用到这个片语 switch gears。好，对不对？有没有印象？但这个意思呢？它本来是用来指车子换挡，刚好就跟我们这位车手 Oscar 的专业不谋而合，玩一个这个双关这样子，所以他们刚才才会又突然聊到 clutch， 聊到离合器。好，再来 Oscar 分享到的是他在16岁的时候，因为家人知道英语能力对未来职业生涯的重要性，所以呢就把他送到美国念技术学校磨练语言能力。也才让他后来能够流利的跟来自各个国家的人沟通。那现在在台湾授课的时候呢，因为学员主要还是讲中文居多嘛，所以他也是尽量都是用中文教学，但同时也会结合一些英文用字，以达到完整的说明。因为毕竟这种这种赛车比赛也是国际型赛事嘛，所以能够知道一些道地的英文说法，对学习也是会比较有帮助。来，最后来宾给大家做一个很有力的结语。好，他说每件事呢都得来不易。如果真的容易的话，就表示简单。好，人人都有，人人都在做，对。那如果大家都在做的话，就就没意思的嘛，对不对？就不好玩了，不特别了。所以要做就做到最好，要力争上游，力求完美。好了，那希望大家都有从这一次的内容学到一些东西。有兴趣的话呢，待会赶快去搜寻更多关于 Oscar 他的比赛佳绩哦。All right, bye everyone. Peace. All right. Well, that is our NG Ingwen show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and now Spotify. You can search NG Ingwen, or you can search on IG NG English I C R T. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday morning from six thirty to seven, and Wednesday night. From nine to nine thirty, we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye bye. 好啦，今天的节目就到这边告一段落啦。感谢各位的收听，别忘了订阅我们的 Spotify 还有 YouTube 频道哦。那喜欢我们节目的话，也要记得到 Instagram 到 IG 上追踪我们哦。如果各位有什么其他问题是想要问来宾的，也请欢迎在底下留言告诉我们，我们一定会想办法帮你问到手。好啦，那就下周在空中相会喽，拜拜。